Welcome to Homemade in Alberta, featuring the rising stars of Alberta country music and their songs. My name is Sarah Scott. Thanks so much for hanging out today. In the spotlight this week is the very talented alternative country singer-songwriter out of High River. It is Chase Morgan. I'm very excited for this episode, not just because he is from a hometown, but also because just last summer, I had the pleasure of helping him kick off his country music career, sitting at my kitchen table, getting his website, his socials, his press kit done. It was so fun, and I'm so proud to see how far he has come, and I'm very excited to see where he is going to continue to go. So he is definitely one to watch here in Alberta for country musicians. Now, of course, in this episode, you are going to get to know Chase a lot better and how it all started at the age of 15 for him and from his website, from the depths of dark room concussion treatments on a four-string guitar. That didn't stop him. He's here today. <laughs> also, we talk about his very eclectic collection of musical inspirations, including new artists such as Parker McCullum to the matured artistry of groups such as The Highwaymen and how he puts a classic twist on a modern day country song. We also talk about how he promotes self-expression, positivity, and likes to create hope, and how he wants to continue to do that through his music and through his performances. And we talk about where he has played and where he would love to play, and also about his very first single that was released this past June of 2022 called Bourbon Neat. And of course, so much more. You're also going to hear his latest release three years from now. Well, I'm pretty darn excited for this episode, so let's get right on into it. Well, first off, Chase, thank you so much for being a part of Homemade in Alberta. This is so exciting because you are an alternative country singer-songwriter from High River, Alberta, and you have a very eclectic collection of inspiration, including a lot of new artists like Parker McCullum, Riley Green, and Cody Jinks, and even some of the Eagles and the Highwaymen. But I got to get you to tell us a bit more about you. So tell us a bit more about yourself and where you got your start in music at the age of 15. It's a pretty cool story. Yeah, I just uh, I was in darkroom concussion treatments, sort of just bored in the basement and looked over and saw a guitar sitting in the corner. Two of the strings were broken on it. I can't remember which two strings, but I remember I picked it up and went on YouTube. And the first song I ever learned was La Bamba, that little fun riff so yep. <laughs> did that and then uh just sort of fell in love with it and used it you know just just for me like I was only ever playing for me and like I hadn't even really played in front of anyone before that first show last June so it's been it's been a wild ride since then for sure so if you don't want me asking how the heck did you get a concussion <laughs> playing hockey I was a, a little bit of a goon so not not paying too much attention to, to what my head needed at the time but uh it was it was a lot of fun. I was <laughs> I was doing well with with that at the time, but looking back, hindsight's twenty twenty. So probably wouldn't do a lot of that stuff again. But that's the nature of the game. <laughs> well, you mentioned here, and I mentioned here that Parker McCollum, Riley Green, and Cody Jinks, and the Eagles and the Highwaymen are a few of your inspirations. But what is it about these modern artists and these legendary artists that inspire you? What is it about their music, and how do you incorporate it into your sound? I think a lot of it is the songs themselves, and and the writing behind them, and and the music. With the Eagles, I really like how 
I saw an interview with Joe Walsh and he was talking about how when he joined, he was sort of just uh, struck at, you know, there's no, there's no room for like improvisation, which he was used to. It's all these different parts. Everybody's playing something different and it all fuses together to make this masterpiece. And so I really like the idea of that when I'm going into the studio and doing production and things like that. And that's something that I really look for. And then with all those other guys, it's, it's a lot in the songwriting and, and the realness of their songs and sort of where, where the lyrics come from is, is really important to me. So that's sort of where I draw inspiration from them. That's pretty cool. So the first thing that I did notice about you and your music when I was first introduced to you last year through Instagram is that you love to share a good story with songs. Like you have these intricate lyrics, these beautiful words, and you intertwine them so well and so seamlessly. So tell us a bit about a songwriting session with you. I don't really know. Sort of just sit down and a lot of it just sort of comes out as as I think of it. I really love country music as a genre because it is the storyteller genre. And so I really like to try and keep that with my songwriting. But it's it's fun to venture out into, you know, different genres too and incorporate rock and blues and, you know, some pop things in there too to to change it up a little bit, but I really do love how country music can sort of just follow along a story. And even if you haven't experienced exactly what's in that story, you can experience that story through the emotion of sort of what it's telling and relate it back to your own life in that way. A lot of people and a lot of artists say they get their inspirations from their life, from their relationships, from their friends, from their families. And you just mentioned that even if you didn't experience the song yourself, you can relate through your emotion with the song. So where do you get your inspiration from with your music? I don't know. It sort of just depends on the day. Sometimes I'll wake up and have, you know, a melody in my head and then I'll go out and and get it down and then work on it later, work on it whenever I have time. But a lot of it just comes from sort of raw emotions that I'm just going through at the time. And whether that's good or bad, that's what ends up on the paper. And uh, then afterwards, you can, you know, clean them up and, and dust them off and do whatever you need to to make it, you know, good. But that's really where it all starts from. That's really sweet. So we got to talk about your performances here. So tell us a bit more about your performance style and where you have played and where you would love to play. I don't know. I I always feel like my performance style is pretty vanilla, but <laughs> you know, there's not there's not a lot of theatrics going on or anything like that right now, but who knows, we'll see. We'll see as as the career progresses, but I don't know. I really just love playing in those kind of small venues for now where uh I can really connect with the audience and you can sort of just see in real time how your songs impact people and you get good feedback just right away on on if it's good or bad or what kind of emotions it conveys to the audience because it might be something completely different from what you thought of in in your bedroom when you were writing it down on the paper but yeah definitely I would want to play like main stage at Ranchman's you know all the all those classic bucket lists like playing the dome would be something way off in in the future but that would definitely be something cool and you know everyone dreams of you know one day getting to the level where you can go out and put on a great show at a stadium or something like that and and really it's just still at those larger venues it's connecting with the fans and seeing all, all that support and i really do believe that you can make it feel like a small venue show in those big stadiums if 
if you try hard enough. Because we went and saw Chris Stapleton in Edmonton and his whole band left the stage and it was just him and his guitar. And he had the entire crowd in the palm of his hand. And I thought that was just the coolest thing in the world. So that's sort of what I would, I guess, like to aspire to be someday. That sounds really magical. And I've heard people talk about that performance in Edmonton with Chris Stapleton. So that is Mm -hmm. a really cool experience. And I love that you want to be able to pursue that one day with your music. And I can see it happening. Like, I believe in you. So let's hope this happens (laughs) because I would love to see that. So you actually got a bit of a taste of Ranchman's recently when you performed as a part of their Rising Star. So tell us a bit about that. I did. That was a lot of fun. I just went up last night. Brad and Lorenzo put on a great show and ended up moving on to the finals. So that was great. But everyone out there was just, you could really tell that they were all passionate about what they were doing. And like everybody had to perform at least one original song. And so seeing everyone else, you know, put themselves out there, because like, it's a it's a hard thing to do putting, putting out an original song and playing, playing it in front of people for the first time kind of thing. So just sort of seeing that same drive that I have and that, that I feel all the time come out in in other people on the stage, you know, all trying to do the same thing. I just love the music community so much for that. Like, I love how everybody supports each other and everybody like can amp each other up and like even in a competitive setting like that everybody's out there just smiling at each other and and loves being around live music again so that's it's super cool I love it our music scene is so wonderful here in Canada when it comes to country music and this year I believe this is your first year that you've come to the country music Alberta awards weekend it was so great to see you out there and also you attended a lot of events at the CCMA week, which we just had a couple of weeks ago. So tell us about your experience coming into the country music, Alberta scene and the Canadian country scene. You mentioned that you love it because it is so collaborative and everyone does support each other, but what has your full experience been so far as a newcomer? It's been great so far, sort of, sort of just a fly on the wall at a lot of events right now, but yeah, at CMABs, I hadn't released anything yet. So I was sort of just you know, everybody was like, who's this guy? But everybody was also super welcoming and, and great to talk to. And, you know, I've just been building connections with people all over. Like I just connected at the CCMAs with Doug Falkins. And so we've gotten together and done some, some writing and I'm really happy with stuff that we've gotten out of that. And so just meeting people and, you know, connecting with people who have that same, like same pursuit, the same drive. They're passionate about what they do and they're passionate about their art and they love creating. And it's just a really cool experience to be around. I've always left those events feeling, you know, way more inspired than when I go in and I'm way more hungry for, you know, what's to come next. And so I'll usually come back home and get, you know, five songs just boom, boom, boom down and, you know, whether they're good or not, but (laughs) there's always just a boatload of inspiration from that. It's been, it's been super cool. I've, I've really enjoyed this first year of like playing live shows and going to those events and, and getting to meet everybody and, just makes me really excited for what's to come. For sure. And I was actually talking to Doug Fokins the other day and he mentioned that he did write a couple of songs with you and how great the experience was and how good of a writer you are. And also he mentioned that you're a baseball hack guy. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah <laughs> I have sure. a baseball hack sure, guy. Yeah. So that's kind of cool. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. We wrote a song called Wallflower that I actually just played it's live debut last night at the ranchman's semifinals. So it got a, it got a good reaction. So I was really happy about it. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty cool. So right now to the world, you have released bourbon meat and three years from now, and we're going to be playing three years from now here in a few minutes, but 
first I got to ask, what is your favorite original to perform since you do have quite a few and what is your favorite cover to perform? Ooh, oh, that's a tough question. Um, my favorite original now would probably be Wallflower, the one that Doug and I just wrote. I really connect with it for, for what I'm experiencing right now. So that's huge. I also wrote one. It's a little bit slower, but it's sort of like a, a breakup letter to, to whiskey after gone out to ranchman's and, and woke up the next morning and we thought I'm, I'm never drinking again. Like that's, <laughs> that's enough for me. So went home and wrote that, that song called Dear Whiskey. So hopefully maybe cut that one at some point. Those are probably the two favorite ones that I've written that I like playing out. And then for covers, I really do love Meet You in the Middle by Parker McCollum. It's one of his older ones, but I just really love the the songwriting in it. I, th- I feel like it's you know close to home with how I write songs and, and sort of my style. I really love to play Just to See You Smile by Tim McGraw. I think it has one of the most beautifully written second verses of any country song. And it, it really is to the heart of what the theme of the song is, where like when you love that person, whether you're part of the picture or not, you just want to see them happy and, and flourishing kind of thing. So that's a really cool second verse. I like that one. So check it out if you haven't heard it. I'm sure you have. But And then just played this cover for the first time last night as well, but it's a Peaceful Easy Feeling by the Eagles. And that song just has such a cool, like relaxing vibe to it. It's It's something else too. So that'll be a new favorite for sure. Definitely. And just to see you smile is not just my favorite country song, but it is my favorite song of all time. So <laughs> there we go. There we go. Yeah, it's because it's great. It's it's so beautifully written. I really do like Tim McGraw. It is such a good song. Now, you are so fresh and new and clean into the industry. And I'm so excited for your future and all the achievements and accolades that you are going to get recognized for here in the future. But what would you like to see yourself achieve? Where would you like to go? I don't know. As far as achievements and accolades, it it doesn't, I know this it probably doesn't sound truthful, but it doesn't, it doesn't matter as much to me, that kind of stuff. It's sort of just, I really do love just going and playing and, and hearing back from people when they've heard my songs, you know, saying how much they, they've liked or the settings that they'll listen to it in and, and things like that. So those are, it's all those little moments that really make it special for me. So I don't know. I feel like as far as achievements go, I'm, I'm pretty much already there. And then anything else that comes with that's sort of just a bonus. I love that. So humble. I love that. Thanks. <laughs> that's just, <laughs> yeah, it doesn't, doesn't say, I feel like it doesn't come across as genuine, but it is. It just, <laughs> no, it does. You sound like very natural when you say that. So I believe it. So along with music, (laughs) so along with music, you also promote positive self-expression, be yourself, don't live your life in fear of what will happen and take the leap, be in fear of what won't happen if you don't take that leap. So I love that message. I'm all about that spreading kindness and positivity wherever you can, but in your music and in your life, how do you do that personally? And what kind of mark would you like to leave with this in the country music world? That's a great question. Yeah, I just really love being able to create smiles and and having that kind of lasting impact on on people and knowing that you've warmed someone's heart or, or doing things like that. Like I I go out and do these sort of like seniors home and like hospital tour things. I, I don't not really tours, but 
go around and play all over Southern Alberta and in the seniors homes and, and hospitals and things like that. And going out and playing those like old classic George Jones and Waylon Jennings and Willie Nelson, Johnny Cash, Elvis, they love Elvis always. But going out and playing those songs and hearing them sing back, it sounds like a church choir. And it's just so beautiful and seeing their, their smiles and, and they come back and, and say how much that meant to them that I would come and they go, well, we hope that you come again because that was great. And so it's all those little things sort of leaving a, a positive impact on society as a whole, I think. It's all those little gestures. But as far as like self-expression goes, I think that the world needs more diversity right now. Like it as as much as we have diversified, I, I suppose there's still a lot to go. And I don't know that <laughs> there's a lot of carbon copy people out there right now who I feel like are just, they feel trapped in a box because that's, that's not how people act, you know, and that's not natural. It's not normal. And so I just wish some more people felt the freedom to express themselves in, in whatever that was. Cause that's, that's a lot of how I was. I was in, in school for, um, I wanted to go and work with kids with traumatic brain injuries, but then I realized, you know, maybe that's not, maybe I'm just doing that to prove that, you know, I can like maybe that's not really what what I'm meant to be to be doing and pursuing and so it's it's tough to it's tough to take that leap and sort of break the restraints and you know that you can always go back to that but I d- I never want to look back on my life and wonder what if and so that's that's a big part of what I try to do every day That's beautifully put. Wow. Thanks. <laughs> so going back to your music now Your first single was Bourbon Neat. It was back in June. And I remember hearing this song for the first time and my jaw literally dropped because I was so impressed with this song and the production on the song, I think was the first thing that I said to you. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So clear. And I think I just gushed about it for like a good paragraph over Instagram, but we're going to play three years from now here in a couple of minutes because it is your latest release. But I want to talk about Bourbon Neat because it is such a cool song. Tell us a bit about Bourbon Neat and how you wrote it and the process. I don't know. It sort of isn't about anything. It was just, you know, some, some angry emotions towards the world. And then I put that into the perspective of a guy getting cheated on by a girl. I felt cheated by the world. I don't even know what was going on now at the time, but <laughs> I was upset. And so that was how it came down onto the page. And then I went to Josh Natto, my producer. I showed him some samples of songs that uh, I would sort of want it to sound like. And I'd sent him Matt Mason's Beggar Song. And he said, you know, I didn't think that I'd like any of the songs that you sent me for samples because he's not really a, a super country guy. He goes, but I like that song. And it's because it's not country, but um, I really love the way that it builds all the way throughout with the production. It starts, you know, acoustically, and then it just, the whole song is sort of like a massive crescendo with that little bit of a break in the middle, just to change it up a little bit to the ear. But it all just sort of builds and builds and builds to that final little moment. I don't know. I just think that that was a really good introduction for, you know, who I am and like the realness of, of what I want my music to portray without you know going too far (laughs) into it everybody says you know don't get attached to your first song because it's going to be a flop and so I went well I'll hold on to some of these other ones and I'll I think bourbon needs a good fit for that first one so there's lots more interesting things to come so 
everybody should stay tuned. <laughs> <laughs> they definitely should. Now the follow-up single three years from now, it is coming. I like to tease people with the songs, but first I got to ask, of course, the big question everybody asks, but where can everybody find out more about you and your music? My website is thechasemorgan.com and my socials are at Chase Morgan Music. I don't have Twitter, but I have Instagram and TikTok and and Facebook. I don't know what the Facebook at thing is. I don't know how that works. I'm not very technologically inclined, but I, I am trying. So I don't know, maybe just put it in the search bar or something like that might be a better <laughs> better bet than doing an at on Facebook, but <laughs> Chase Morgan music. <laughs> I thought you were going to say the Facebook and I'm like, how old are we today? <laughs> oh man. I'm, I'm so old at heart. Everybody, <laughs> everybody, my girlfriend's family has been calling me Chester. That's my, my old man name. Cause we'll, they'll all go out to the bar and I'll go home and we'll do paint by numbers and put on sweatpants and be in bed by nine o'clock kind of thing. So definitely, definitely an old soul. Don't worry. I've used the excuse. I can't stay out late tonight because I have to get up tomorrow morning too many times. So I am with you. Yeah. I am a senior citizen. <laughs> part, so I get that. Yeah. <laughs> so with that said, I don't know what's going to be happening three years from now with you, but you got this song out of that name three years from now. We got to <laughs> talk about it. So before I add it in here, tell us more about what the song means to you. Just about not rushing, not rushing these kind of things. And I've been really trying to just stay present in the moment right now with everything that's going on. There's a lot of there's a lot of stuff you get thinking about what's going to happen in the future and and you can bug out pretty quick. So that's been a huge thing for me recently and it's been in this song just sort of about your partner and a lot of people it's terrible to say I I feel bad for saying it but I think that a lot of people get married cuz they're worried about it fizzling out kind of thing, you know. And so three for the number is just it just sounded better than other numbers when I was trying to write it but sort of just about taking that time and if that person is your forever they're going to be there forever and you don't need you don't need a ring or signed papers or or anything like that to be strong and faithful together and and to be there for each other through thick and thin and through everything that should just be you know how it is before that shouldn't be you know okay now you're married and and now all that <laughs> commitment can start you know that should just be how it is and so it's sort of about not rushing into that and saying I really love where we're at and where this is going and what you've done for me you know all the support and love and commitment that we have back and forth I'm so sure I've never been more sure about anything putting it out there like I always say I'd marry you tomorrow if it wasn't such a bad idea you know what I mean like you don't have to have an engagement to feel engaged. Wow. You really, really put a lot of heart and soul into your songs. That is just gorgeous. That is so cool. Now, before I add the song in here, introduce it for us. Thanks. This is my latest signal three years from now.
released by our guest Chase Morgan called Three Years From Now. That song and all of his music, it is available wherever you buy, download, or stream your songs right now. And of course, as he mentioned, you can follow along on all of his social media under his name, Chase Morgan, or you can, of course, Google him like he did mention as well. A massive, massive thank you going out to Chase for hanging out on Homemade in Alberta this week. That was a lot of fun to catch up and you are welcome back anytime. That is your Homemade in Alberta for this week. My name is Sarah Scott. Thanks so much for hanging out and have a great rest of your day. (laughs) 